So you want to be a fight promoter. This episode is about our time working with Glory Kickboxing. Hello and welcome back to Podcast Famous. I am your host, Dan Pantoya. If you have heard some of our first few episodes where I tied together my experiences, one of the subtopics was when we worked with Glory Kickboxing. If you haven't heard of Glory Kickboxing, they are the world's biggest kickboxing organization. They are basically the UFC of their sport. When our company, Midwest Entertainment Network, was formed, we came across a person connected to them, Miss Alvar Williams of Chicago. When Glory began scheduling their Chicago stop, she invited us over to discuss how we can help Glory Kickboxing. With my background in events, social media, martial arts, and ticket selling, my team was ripe for the task. Miss Williams' daughter was also a big fight fan. She actually was a writer for liverkick.com. I haven't met too many people that are bigger fight fans than me, so I thought that was pretty cool. Anyhow, after we met her, me and my guys got together to recruit the best team for the job. I got my co-promoters and used my media guys to meet up and talk about the game plan. The rest, as they say, was history. And then comes the day. A 2 a.m. phone call from the CEO, James Franklin. We talk about some logistics and ideas, and he introduces me to the world of kickboxing on a global level. Within weeks, we are meeting their team and discussing our joint game plans. When I finally meet the CEO, he is very down-to-earth and knowledgeable. He was a great leader and a great promoter. Right after meeting their operational team, we had our tickets and everything was set. As far as I could tell, we were off for the races. I offered to partner with local gyms to organize the full undercard. In my head, this was going to be the key to our success. My production team was going to produce a promotional video per guy and gym to shout out their fight. For some of these gyms, this was a dream come true. As the big dog in their sport, these up-and-coming fighters can make a name for themselves. I already had a few gyms in mind, so I knew who to call. For our luck, all of these schools had fighters who were ready to go. Having this important part done, my co-promoter J.R. Hollywood and I hit the social media scene. With all the events and ticket selling we've done over the last few years, our followers knew this was going to be something awesome. During the same time, we had already had meetings with boxing promoters, festivals, possible casino shows, and our own homegrown concerts and tours. This year, we even picked up Pepsi as one of our other corporate clients. I could call around Chicago and get people on the phone pretty quickly. This is all due to my years of experience and friends in the industry. Another perk to promoting this event was Glory had partnered with ESPN, so we felt like this fight had lots of things going for it, but our only gripe was that the event was at the Sears Center Arena. This is way north, way north of Chicago, on a Friday night during rush hour. A lot of our followers were from the south side, suburbs, Indiana, and around the city. Needless to say, Chicago fans love combat sports. We put the pedal to the metal and began online promotions. This was an all-hands-on-deck moment for us. We did everything from cold calling to contacting organizations for group sales. I instructed our guys to build a combination of grassroots efforts and online direct purchasing links. We even offered a semi-VIP experience of grouping tickets for our ticket buyers. Kickboxing is not as big here as it is in other parts of the world. But once we started telling people about Glory Kickboxing and they looked up the fighters, the interest definitely grew. One of our team members 
helping sell tickets and being hands-on. His name is Vic Cuevas. I wanted to give a shout-out to Vic, especially for this event. He kept me very much grounded during the Russian excitement. I would go into full logistical mode while he was in the background taking selfies. On one of the days, me and the operational manager got into a heated argument over timelines and issues while my guy Vic was looking up the best food around the hotel. He reminded me to enjoy the moments and remember why I love this sport. Before you know it, it is fight week and starting to get pre-counts on undercard ticket sales. That same week, we got asked to partner with a local pro fighter named Richard Maximus. The first day I met him, he had a bad black eye. But when entering his home, we noticed that he was clearly a well-decorated fighter. He had trophies, belts, championship medals, you name it. This dude was the real deal. And not to mention, this dude had a following. As we gear up for fight week, we get the word that ticket sales went pretty good. Our undercard gyms did a good job selling tickets and promoting the event and our videos got thousands of views. By the last few days, some of the marquee fighters had media obligations, and a few did a non-profit event with Miss Williams. She made sure to have the Chicago kids meet some of these fighters and learn their stories. And after all the craziness of weigh-ins, it's finally fight night. The arena behind the scenes looked amazing, and the energy of the crowd was electric. Here's one of my favorite sports about to throw down on the biggest stage in the world, live from Chicago. The icing on the cake was my co-promoter J.R. Hollywood was going to announce the undercard. We had grown to like and follow our local fighters and looked forward to their fights almost as much as the pro ones. Unfortunately, one injury in the undercard messed up a few fights for the local guys, causing some heartbreak and anger. We all felt their pain and understood the opportunity these guys lost. The other fighters did their thing leading up to the main card, and it was exciting. We even pulled a Steve Harvey and called out an incorrect winner to one of the fights on the scorecards. We blame the judges for circling the loser of the fight card instead of the winner. But the night belonged to Simon Marcus and Richard Abraham, who won the crowd over with their exciting fights. Oh wait, I can't forget the crazy spinning heel kick by Brazil's very own Guto Inocente. That KO can easily be found if you search Glory 27 KO of the year. We ended up working two more events with Glory Kickboxing, but this one was very special to me. I would like to thank Glory Kickboxing and their former CEO, James Franklin, for the cool memories of that night. Well, guys, that's all I have for today. Thank you, everyone, for the support and downloading the episodes. And thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to tell our stories. The next few episodes, we'll start having some guests and some more behind the scenes and interviews. So definitely stay tuned. Thanks, guys. <laughs>